Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 5, I believe. And I'd like to say it's an honor and privilege to be here, to share with you the Word of God, what God put on my heart. I am coming to you where you can't see, on location. Um, I'm at a park, overlooking the river, I'm, and... And God just led me here today to do the podcast to look out over it. Because, you know, these places, kind of places, help build you up for what you need to talk about. and Or, you know, problems that are coming your way. Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about a message to you. And... Basically, out of this book that we've been sharing, uh, Faith and Hope and Courage in the Changing Time, there's the, the whole thing is, that it does got scripture, and I'm going to read the scripture to you, but I'm going to read the whole thing to you that that's here, because it's like it was written from... God and that's the way we're going to do it it's like a letter to us from God so if you got your Bibles go to the book of 1st John the book of 1st John and we're going to look at verse 4 chapter number 4 verse 16 and it says and we have known and believed the love that God has to us. That God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God. And God in him. So basically, God's going to be talking to us here in this little subject about love. Now this is written like a letter. And this is the way God told me to do. Read it. Then I'll share my insights on it after we read it. But it says, a message to you. I knew you before time began. I know how many hairs are on your head. Like parents, like childs, you created in my image. I have plans for you. I also given you gifts needed to fulfill them. And what I give, nobody can take away. But don't neglect them. Exercise them. Stir them up daily. Rest assured that I started a good work in you. And I'm going to finish it. I always complete what I begin. My work concerning you is forever settled. My commitment to you is unending. In this life you will have challenges. But cheer up. I robbed Satan of the power to control you and of the world or its power to destroy you. Or the power of the world can destroy you. When you're in trouble, remember, I'm present to help. Give me your burdens and I will sustain you. When you stress out and wear down my pressures of life, lean on me. I will be your rock, your fortress, your deliverer, your strength. Even though you fall, 
fail from time to time. You won't be discarded because I am upholding you. But a word of caution, don't take advice from those who are spiritually blind. And don't hang out with skeptics. Delight yourself in my word. And like a big oak tree grown by the river, you're prosper as all you, all you do. P.S. I love you to hear back from you. And we know and we have known and believe the love that God has for us. God is love and he who abides in his love abides in God and God in himself. So what is God telling us here in this letter? Well first of all he's telling us I know you. I even know you before time began. In other words, he had plans. He was the creator. And he knows you. He knew you from the time began. Now, if he knew us from the time began, he knew he's all-knowing. And he knows every area of our lives. Now, he's also telling us in this letter to trust him. He's on our side. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. He will always hold us up, even if we do make mistakes and sin. We got to go back and ask him to forgive us, but he will be there if you're trying to work your sin out. What else did he tell us here? He also told us he all gave us gifts to use, and and he wants us to exercise them and use them because he's gave them to us for the gifts of missions. That's why I call them or things that come up in our lives. That he wants us to use him for them for his glory. Alright. So. And he wants you to know that he loves you. And he loves you unconditionally. So what does this mean? It means we serve a God that knows us. Knows every hair on our head. He gave us gifts. To help us with the things he wants us to do. He gave us. His love. And he's there for us throughout the good and the bad in our lives. So we got to start trusting him. Caring about him. And waiting for him. <coughs> Excuse me. My allergies are acting up. To let us know that he's there for us. No matter what's going on in our lives. And he knew it was coming. Because he knew from the beginning who you are. So he wants you to trust him. This is what he's telling us today. This is what we got to learn to do. In changing times that they are right now. We got to learn to rely on God. And remember that he created us. He knows us. And he loves us. And he's there to help us on fail. He's going to help us. As long as we're trying to be the Christian he wants us to be. He's going to be there helping you. Alright. Amen. Oh hallelujah. I know I started telling you. About what's going to be on the podcast today. But when I started talking about the Bible study. God just leaped forward and told me to get started. But you guys know the format pretty well. Next we're going to talk about. Our prayer requests. 
segment. Um, and I know our Bible study was a little short today, but that's okay. Because, like I said before, no matter how long the sermon is or the teaching is or how short, sometimes God wants to get right to the point. Sometimes He wants to give us more time to give us more information. Now, the only prayer request I have right now on my mind is my dad. Um, people haven't wrote me yet for other prayer requests, and that's fine. But we do have a prayer group prayer request segment, and my dad's on it right now. He has a um, aorta aneurysm on his aorta, and we're praying that it don't grow or that God take it away, and then or God's will. So. That's the only thing I have right now for prayer request. Um, and I'm going to add my friend Dan on. He's kind of paralyzed right now. And God says he's going to heal him. But I'm going to pray for him too. Because I believe that God is going to take care of him. We just got to be patient and wait. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my friend Dan to you right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. He's been paralyzed for a long time now Lord but you told us in that church service a few years ago that you were going to heal him Lord whatever it takes to heal him let Dan do if it's something he wants you you want him to do let him do it if it's something that he's struggling with let him struggle with until the end but Lord if it's something that he can do and he's not doing show it to him and let him be willing to do it. And Lord, we just ask you to go inside that body and repair that back, Lord. You made that back. You're the great physician. You're the great architect. We just ask you to go in and touch that back and heal him. Let there be improvements, Lord. We ask you in Jesus' name. And Lord, I lift my dad up to you right now. His name is Jim Weaver. And I just ask you to go down to his heart right now, Lord. You are the great physician. You are the great architect. I ask you right now to go in and take care of that aneurysm. Not let it grow no more. Or don't sustain life, the aneurysm. Or to, to let it disappear. And strengthen his eye order wall so he doesn't have to have the surgery. We ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good and he's good all the time. You know, God is an awesome God. And I wish we had music where we can play, but we're not copyrighted to do that, so we can't do it. Um... We're going to go into our God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. The last segment we have besides the closing segment. And go from there. This, this, this story is called Tough Cookies. Notification by Daniel C. Deeringer. I take pleasure in my wickedness. And in the insults, hardships, and persecutions, and troubles that I suffer for Christ. 
For when I am weak, I am strong. 2 Corinthians 12.10 when, when you please teach me, will you please teach me a new slang expression and what it means every day. Little did I know where that simple request from a student would lead. Tough cookie lesson. As part of a friendship family to international university student, I became the unofficial interpreter for my husband. Frequently used the slang idiotism and for other unusual expressions. When students ask, how are you? He responds, hunky-dory or fit as a fiddle. When they said goodbye, he replies, toodaloo. For them, he often spoke his own foreign language. A student from Taiwan made her requests for slang lessons. During one of our daily walk, as we began exploring the often confusing expressions and ideals slowly formed, why not combine my written and international outreach with a hearty do dose of fun? Thus began my blog, Word, Wit, and Wisdom, my life from English expressions. Once a week, I explain a new expression frequently suggesting by a reader. <coughs> Tough cookies of life. One of my favorite posts explains the meaning of a tough cookie. After eating a few of my Carlin creations, students probably understand the literally meaning. However, my husband's daily example demonstrates the different significance. The way he handles hard times inspires me as well as our international family. A tough cookie often led a hard life. My husband suffered a masculinian, masculinian brain tumor in 2004 with a life expectancy of three to five years. He also had a heart attack, stroke, and, and fall that caused a severe brain injury in 2009. All these happened the same day, and his medical provider did not think he would live beyond 24 hours. Students from around the world prayed and waited for updates. They celebrated more, both miraculously recovery with us. A tough cookie is a strong person who decides to make the most out of life. My husband refused to give up in spite of health problems. He would prefer to be healthy and able to work. However, he chooses not to be a worry ward. Instead, he enjoys what he can and and cross each day's bridge as he gets to them. He almost never complains, rarely gets discouraged, fear literally and refuses to accept defeat. When he encourages students to hang in there, they listen and learn. A tough cookie is not perfect. No one is life is not perfect. However, like all of us, our my husband has a choice to complain or do the best he can. He says what happened to him is just the way the cookie crumbles. Therefore, he makes the best of life. I hope our students do as well. Tough Cookie Lifeline Become a tough cookie.
did not simply happen out of the blue. Although many in my husband's family set a strong example of faith under stress, he had to choose his own course. When our first hard life storm hit in 2004, he withdrew for several days. He interacted little with anyone. While I filled, this phone, filled his phone calls and health inquire gave him space and waited eventually to reemerge and report God and I had a little talk and everything is going to be okay. He did not mean God told him he would not suffer. He did not mean that he knew how everything would turn out. He did not mean God would be with him, whatever he had to face. He did not have the fear of the future. He claimed the truth of Isaiah 41.10. Do not, don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. He would not be alone. We would not be alone. We may we may grow weak, but God remains strong. And we rely on his never failing strength. So what can we learn from this story God's teaching us? Kind of what I was talking about yesterday. He's kind of giving us a, a rebirth of kind of what we were talking yesterday. He is with us, but we got to choose to let him be part of our lives and our problems because he knows the answer he's the great creator and he knows already what he has in store for you you are fear-free and wonderfully made and he knows what he has in store for you and he knows why you're going through these things and he can bring you through but we got to learn to trust in god and let him be god that's what we learned yesterday and, I, and God has given us a reboot on this today. Hallelujah. I thank God for that. Well, folks, it came now to the end of our podcast here in uh, this beautiful park that God led me to today. I was out running some errands from the office. And God told me to do the podcast on my phone today which I got the app to the hopper which is the platform I use now and and uh, let me tell you something saints God is good and he's good all the time now we are going to be going down to three days a week because God is leading me to teach and preach until the 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 two most important days, and that is Tuesday and Thursdays. It seem to be the day that people are listening to podcasts, and you know it could change, and. So you can be out now looking for podcasts to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays on Sundays because I'm going to start doing it on Sundays too. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but you know what? I just changed my mind. 
we're going to keep it the way God is calling me to do. And what he's calling me to do, disregard what I just said, we're going to keep doing it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Sunday. Because I was going to hold up, but at least on those days, there is one person listening. And that one person needs the word of God, too. That's what God just reminded me. And uh, so, forget what I just said, and that we're going to go down two days a week. We're going to continue, actually, at a day. We're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, which would be five podcasts a week. All right. God is good. I go on one note, and he comes back with another note. But praise the Lord. On that, but I like to say, God bless you. Take care of one another. We'll be here tomorrow for episode six of God's Internet Church podcast. I'm Pastor Ron saying see you next time on God's Internet Church and God podcast. And God bless you.